Hello and welcome to this special podcast episode brought to you by the Treasury Today Group. In July, Treasury Today's Women in Treasury APAC Forum took place at the stunning Four Seasons Hotel in Singapore. In attendance were around 120 senior leaders from the region's largest companies. The event had a new, fresh format featuring a presentation of the Women of the Year APAC Awards. This year, they were awarded to two outstanding female Treasury leaders, Rania Ali Alkatari, Head of Treasury PT Goto Gocek Tokopedia TBK, and Michelle Ang, Group Treasurer at Mitsubishi Fuso Truck and Bus Corporation. We discussed early analysis of the 2023 Global Equity Study, sponsored by Standard Chartered, and encouraged final respondents to participate. Above all, it was a chance for this special community to meet in person once again. Meg Coates, publisher and head of operations, began by welcoming everyone to the event, referencing the value of the network. Our forum in Singapore is very close to our hearts. We've received such overwhelming support since the beginning and have together with you built a phenomenal community. It's great to see so many of you in the room here today and to think about how far this community has come. This is also the first stop on our Women in Treasury World Tour as we get ready to host in New York and London this autumn and to host key portions of our community in Silicon Valley and Chicago this summer. Treasury Today's Women in Treasury initiative was established to pioneer women in our industry and to create a community where we can share our experiences and encourage each other's professional development. We're incredibly proud of the success of the Women in Treasury initiative and are inspired by the many conversations and relationships that have been created out of this community. I want to thank you all for coming here today and for joining this exciting dialogue. Next, Sophie Jackson, Treasury Today's publisher and head of strategic content, hosted a fireside chat with Honest Chung, co-founder and chief strategy officer at On Us Group. Her enthusiasm and rich anecdotes from her time in leading finance roles at Yahoo and TravelZoo set the tone of the event. I joined the industry that no one knows during that time, <laughs> which is Yahoo. Yeah. I'm the first executive team of Yahoo Asia. That's why I also exposed to Singapore, Southeast Asia, China, different locations. Again, travel a lot, but it's my first time to experience to be the venture builder. Build from everything from scratch, to multi-billion. And when I left, my signature deal is, when I look back, I didn't know it's a good deal. It's Alibaba deal. And <laughs> we have 40 plus ROI for, for Yahoo. And during that time, I, I stretched my head. How come you give $1 billion plus all the team member, you know, in China to Alibaba, and end up, it's a good deal. Anyway, I don't have visionary. <laughs> and after that, uh, I always describe Yahoo is a kind of, you know, supermarket. And Alibaba actually, during that time, asked me to join. I also don't have the visionary. I missed the boat. Hey, why not you join us? I said, like, all the way, I've been multinational firm. Maybe I should still consider multinational firm. Anyway, end up, I joined another company, which is called TravelZoo. Again, also built from the scratch yeah. to not multi-billion, but multi-million, not multi-billion company. It's still good for me. But my founder gave me a wish, mission, yes. Two years, you need to open seven countries to eight, eight countries you know, in Asia. Because why I hire you? Because you can move fast. 
and you should got experience, you got connection. That's why uh, this is me, you know, from my early journey. And after this, I've been working for that company, Yahoo, for eight years, travels for 10 years, and I've been defined a last position is GM of China as well as CFO for Asia. Dual role, one salary, which is very <laughs> smart, very smart, my boss. After this, Sophie went on to host an inspiring panel discussion. So I'm very happy to be joined today by Irene Dung, um, Treasurer at Toll Group, Michael Spiegel, Head of Global Transaction Banking at Standard Chartered, Rania Ali Al-Khatiri, Head of Treasury at GoTo, and certainly not last but certainly not least, Boon Fong Yor, Head of ATAC Payments Business Management at JP Morgan Payments. The discussion opened with Rania and Boon Fong reflecting on some of the key priorities in their Treasury careers. Rania, one of five sisters born and raised in Saudi Arabia, traced her career success to her father instilling the importance of education. Being a family of all girls, it just happened that I only have sisters, my father's rule was is education. So yeah. he was like, uh, he was actually breaking the rules because at that time most of the families etc is like women, so just, you just get them married and that's it, right? But he was like, no, not my daughters. Uh, they will have to get education. So his, his rule of the thumb was always like education no matter what. So this has really shaped my life that uh, even now is like, this is the most important thing is to get education and, and really look for that opportunity. Boon Fong explained that she has chosen not to live abroad, but deliberately seeks to work with diverse teams. To sort of make up for the inability to move anywhere, I had intentionally looked for roles that will offer the opportunity to almost work elsewhere without working elsewhere. And that means that you have the opportunity to work with different teams in different countries and different nationalities. Uh, and that, and I think, has been a very enriching experience for me. She said that when she started out in Treasury, she was supported by her boss, who was prepared to include an inexperienced team member. I joined a German company, a semiconductor company, as uh, accounts manager or accounting clerk. And, and I think at that point I was just thinking either my manager was really brave or I was just really cheap compared to everybody else. <laughs> <laughs> um, so it was uh, a very difficult one, um, being not from accounts, uh, and I struggled through it. So my manager was really good, and I think that sets the sort of tone for me to say that she actually includes non uh, accounts and finance people in her team. Irene detailed how she grew up in Singapore, spent many years studying in Western Australia, and has lived and worked in countries including China, Indonesia and France. She explained why she enjoys Treasury. Treasury is really important in, in a company. Absolutely. Yeah, anything that touches cash which would involve Treasury. So we have seats at every project, um, every, every, almost everything that the company is doing dividend payments, working capital requirements, um, what else, key packs, and, and so on. And, and on the ex external forces will also change our decisions. Yeah? Uh, supply chain crisis, uh, war, political tensions, banking regulations, central bank rules. And sometimes even if it's not allowed by certain central banks, we can go talk to them mm. and, and see what, what are the exceptions or, or can we get approval to do something. So, so for me, that this pushes me to continue. And, and there's one important um, item that, that, that I love, banking relationships. Right? You can have AI, you can have lots of technology, you're just super advanced. 
But this human interface, it's, it's not replaceable. Fellow panelist Michael's career journey began when he joined a German bank as an apprentice. He spoke about his first placement abroad in Vietnam. They wanted me to stay in, in where I was in my second or third posting in Germany and I wanted to do something different. I said, don't you have something abroad? <laughs> and so that came that they then said, okay, why don't you come for an interview and uh, what about Vietnam? I said, yeah, I don't know, what about Vietnam? I know <laughs> roughly where it is. I've never traveled further than Turkey before and I guess my curiosity got the best of me and so that's where I, how I ended up in Vietnam and it was probably the best I could have done. And at that time it was... Definitely not a career planning because it was a rep office and nothing sophisticated, right? So I just thought it was cool or I don't yeah. know, interesting. As the conversation continued, Michael reflected that diversity should also be accompanied with tolerance, voicing his concerns that debate is often stifled because people worry about saying the wrong thing. I would always encourage people to be curious and make mistakes. Yeah, absolutely. And and not hold back because one piece I truly dislike about the movement into political correctness is that people are so afraid of saying something because they could possibly offend somebody, right? And inclusion means you're tolerant to everybody. So if you make a mistake, tell, if somebody makes a mistake, tell the person. Mm. And don't be annoyed with the person. So there's not only one truth, there's, there, there are many truths, right? There, and so there, there are many different value sets that are equally important and I just, I just find it much more rewarding. I, mm. I like it much more when I come to a workplace where I have a diverse workforce and colleagues and I can have a, and, and also at times have a debate. I mean, that is something that we start, certainly where I grew up in Germany, I hear we're losing a bit. So we used to be good in debating things, but people become, stop debating, right? Mm. And I think we need to learn it again because that yeah. truly creates more of a diversity also. The panel session closed with Irene reflecting on the importance of female role models in male-dominated industries. The whole group is in logistics and supply chain solutions. So I'm in this industry whereby there's more men than women. At this moment, uh, within the company, is 35% ladies, 65% men. And, and you know, when people think about logistics, they think about warehouses, or super hot, not so clean, heavy cartons, trucks. So they, they think about all this heavy duty work that they would just assume that it's, it's for men. So we, I'm on this DEI committee, um, trying to change the way we recruit, um, trying to inform the industry or the, the out there, um, people who are keen on, on finding jobs, that there are uh, jobs available for women, uh, be it in finance, treasury, planning, even planning, you know, we need mm. a planner within the warehouse, uh, planning, procurement. So there are opportunities for ladies. And we really, really need that balance so that we, we can have different views, different perceptions, different levels of empathy maybe. Um, and, and then we form a better sort of decision, we form a, we create a better environment for everyone at the company. Rania voiced the importance of working hard and always doing the best possible job to overcome stereotypes. My advice to everyone here is like, um, be yourself. I mean, uh, a lot of stereotyping happening around because of my hijab and yeah. everything, but 
just just have confidence because people will look at you and how you perform. Eventually, if like you see, if you see challenges at the beginning, it's okay. Just accept it because it takes time for people to adapt. You know, to to say okay, the stereotype needs to be removed. But women usually self-doubt. That's the problem, right? But it's we have to overcome that and be really confident. We can do it, basically. And Boon Fong talked about her experience as a mentor to junior colleagues. Personally, I've learned quite a lot from. The, the mentees who are usually juniors uh, and I think it's a very uh, eye-opening session because you actually learn about um, what they like, what they are fearful about yeah. and I think within the relationship there's a lot of vulnerability because you need to be able to open up to be first of yeah. all trust that this person is not going to tell your boss <laughs> uh, or tell someone that something happened or you know etc. So that level of trust is critical in the relationship. A big thank you to our guest speaker, Honest Chung, and this year's panellists, Irene, Michael, Rania and Boon Fong, and to everyone who joined us on the day. Thanks also to our panel sponsors, JP Morgan and Standard Chartered, and to our supporters, City and the IFC. If you would like to hear more of our podcast episodes, please subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. And if you would like to be part of the conversation, you can join our Women in Treasury community on LinkedIn.